0: hello hello my friends my family my community my tribe welcome to the hippie moms podcast welcome back my friends this is podcast two of a three-part podcast series with angela ferrari Um, as i mentioned in the last podcast we are moving into a new time on earth consciousness is 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 rising people are starting to wake up maybe you're noticing this maybe you're not doesn't matter but it is in my heart the truth and we're either going to catch this wave of consciousness and and living a more harmonious life or we're going to stay in the spin of the illusion of fear and scarcity and i don't know about you but children give us the most important fuel to our fire in our own transformation, in our own transcendence, and in our own healing. And if you're like me and you're a mother, you want to heal yourself so that your children don't have to heal from that which you passed on to them. We carry so much in our lives. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about becoming more aware of what we're carrying into each and every moment and the healing power of our triggers. Now, what if, just play with me for a minute, what if the way to heal ourselves lies in the power of our triggers? And instead of viewing our triggers or our experiences as wrong, what if there was a door to transcendence to expansion and to truly healing our, our ourselves not and mostly emotionally because when we heal our emotional these heavy emotional baggages that we carry when we set them down we transcend our body feels better it, and that's the thing that's why I have trans I have really stopped telling you how to eat and what beauty products to use and what you shouldn't eat or what you should be cleaning with. Because you know what? Yeah, all that stuff matters, but at the end of the day, you want to really move the needle. You want to really change your life. Well, you upgrade your frequency, you upgrade your vibration. And as we do the internal work, then everything outside of us begins to shift. We are we are inclined. We are drawn to things that are better for us rather than trying to do it in stress and overwhelmment. Things become more at ease. And that's why I, I'm really, this is why we're going here, you guys. There's no more time to waste, okay? You're not going to eat yourself out of depression. You're not going to eat yourself out of frustration. Yes, can you do things to really move, to help you feel better? Absolutely. But if we really, really want to go to the root and the cause of why we do things that are detrimental to ourselves and our family, then this is this is the only way that I know. Because I'm a seeker. I have been a seeker of truth. I have been searching my whole life for peace, for happiness, for all the things that us humans really want. And it's not going to be found in just eating organic food. Now, is that great? Yes, of course. Support your farmers, do all the things. I have tons of podcasts on that. But we're evolving, we're shifting. And what I really want to move in this podcast through all of us is we have to change the perspective on how we look at the moments in our lives when we're triggered, right? When we're angry, irritated, and resistant, frustrated, feeling all those negative emotions, instead of believing that something is wrong with us or the experience at hand is wrong, we take a completely new and enlightened perspective in this episode. And... What I I hope you get out of this is exactly what my intention is, is understanding that triggers actually offer us an opportunity to heal our lives, our relationships, and our hearts. They're the doorway that go into those deep, emotional, false beliefs that we're carrying. And we get to transcend. We get to harmonize. We get to bring love in. And Angela Ferrari is, she's been on the podcast a lot. She is a very dear friend. She's a mentor. She is a really an incredible human being. She has so much power and I just love the conversation, the language. So no matter what, if you don't do anything after this podcast, there's still going to transfer something in the frequency of this podcast. So I just ask you to listen and be open. And move in with me to this conversation with an an intention to view the triggers in your lives not as curses but as blessings and i know that can be hard believe me i mean guys i get triggered all the time i lose my stuff and the beautiful thing is now instead of holding myself hostage or or tearing myself down Because of my triggers, I now have so much compassion and love, and I can move through them and heal them and truly see the message that is being shown to me through my resistance of life. And that's what I want for all of us. It's time to evolve, it's time to wake up, it's time to expand. And if that's not of interest to you, that's okay, but this is not the podcast for you. Yet, if it is of interest, and it is of your heart's desire to move through the illusion of fear and scarcity and into the truth of love and abundance, then you need to come with me. All right, you guys, um, without further ado, let's, let's get into this conversation. I am so excited you're here. Welcome back, my friends. Here we are again at the Hippie Moms podcast. And Angela is back with us today. Angela, thank you again for being with us.
1: Oh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for being with us. You know, today I really wanted to talk about triggers Mm -hmm. because um, we know that life is full of them. And when you stack on kids and all the mundane things that come along in parenthood, um it just those tri- the amount of triggers just tends to increase and what i've discovered is that if we can create awareness in those triggers we can create a whole new reality in our families in our in our in our relationships and so i really want to start to talk about how we can start to look at triggers as magical portals
1: oh <laughs> Well, you said a few amazing things in there that, that really would open this conversation. And one is the awareness of the trigger. Mm-hmm. If we really bring it down to its simplest form, the awareness of the trigger. And the thing is, is that there's the obvious ones where duh, I'm in a trigger. Like I'm so triggered by you, husband. I'm so triggered by you, friend, school, kid, whatever that is the obvious, but you just feel yourself so bunched up. Mm-hmm. And then there's how we live our lives. Sometimes we let the bar get so low mm. in our day to day, how we feel on a regular basis that we think that normal is actually a low level trigger. And so to begin to just, and again, there's nothing to do here. We're not fixing you. I mean, the biggest illusion of all is to think you need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be fixed. We're just watching something. Like imagine you're watching a movie and you don't see something, but somebody else does. And they go, watch, see that thing back there? And you go, oh, I see it now. You're not fixing what you see. You're just saying, oh, Oh yeah, I do see it now. I didn't see it before. Now I see it. That's it. That's the name of the game. And all we're doing right now to your point about building awareness around feeling is just checking to see, am I in a low level agitation most of my life? Like yes. just a low and nervousness or rushing, like trying to get from one place to another. And all of that is just some level of resistance mm. to what is. I'm chasing something other than what is. I'm chasing another moment, or I'm rejecting the moment that I'm in, wanting it to be something else. Just turn up the level of let me watch this.
0: Mm. I can really relate to that living in that low level anxiety, trigger, anxiousness, rush. um, And it does become kind of the norm. Mm -hmm. And so where I think that's a great place to start, right? Because we're not going to really always start in these huge triggers that, you know, can kind of take us down. We're going to start kind of looking at those little things that start to cause that, uh, that rub or that resistance.
1: Yeah. So it, it, what a fun game to go, huh? I actually am often mm-hmm. in, in a low level agitation. And I didn't even realize I was, in fact, if somebody were to be like in this moment, how you doing? I'd be like, pretty good. Right. And I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I'm calling low level agitation. Good. That just means I got a low bar. And that's good news because the moment we become aware of a low bar, that just means I'm setting that setting myself up to like my average is kind of down there.
0: Yeah.
1: Now there's something that can open up. But until I have an awareness of that, there's no door. There's no, I, I don't even know that I don't know it. Mm. So truly the awareness in and of itself opens up space. It's inevitable now that because I have an eye on it, just just an observation of it, just a looking at it, that something's going to open up because now I'm going, oh, I see that. And Mm -hmm. then that in which I see starts to shift because I'm aware of it.
0: Yes. Yes. So let's say I am in that low level anxiousness, particularly around getting the kids out to school, right? I just feel the rush and feel all the pressure, making sure everyone has everything and them getting out of bed, all the things. So now I'm like, okay, I feel it. Like I feel it in my body. It's not like this big, like I'm going to kill somebody or, you know, or like, I'm going to yell. It's just like that, that like, it's almost like a, a, a dis like a out of tune, like song or something that I'm hearing. That just doesn't sound good. It's there, but I just don't, you know, I hear it and it's, it's agitating, so now, okay, I'm noticing this. Okay, I'm noticing. Okay, here I am. Here I am. Now,
1: now what? <laughs> oh, where yeah. do I go? Good question. Well, here the the great thing about the low level agitation is that it doesn't really have a lot of control over me. I just wasn't aware that it was there. It's not strong enough that I'm completely lost in it. So the moment I notice it, and what te- what am I noticing? Let's kind of. Let's, let's be in awareness of that. Typically, I'm going to have some level of tension in my body. Yes. You ever notice that? There's no way that I have some degree of agitation without some level of physical tension in my body. I'm just clenched a little bit.
0: Yeah. Body
1: stores some tightness. Sometimes if you even right now, as you're listening to this, tune into your face, your forehead and your eyes and your jaw, and then just relax it. And you didn't even realize, oh, it was slightly clenched. Mm. There's an intensity in my face more Mm -hmm. often than not. So when I notice like, okay, let me check to see if I'm I I'm rushing or just slightly agitated about this or that a memory of something that happened five minutes ago or a day ago. Yeah. Then I'm just gonna first witness second. See if I can relax right here. That's it. Don't change anything. Just see if I can relax. And I'll give you an example. Because by the way, when we start to do these little, we'll call them games, because we're not going to lose any sleep over it. It's it really does just become like a pastime. When I'm driving in my car, let me check. I'm going to check this out. When I do that regularly, then these big things in my life that do have a hold of me that I just don't even know how to be any other way. Somehow it feeds that, and somehow I notice myself more relaxed in the big things. So it's these little things that I can play with versus chasing down the big thing with my husband or my kid, all those things, the little things that I play with actually shift that. So here's a, here's another game. Okay. You ever watch a movie? Where there's like a suspense, or you know, it it doesn't apply to you. It doesn't, but most of us know that, like the music that's playing, dun 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 dun. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching my mom, and she would always like cover her face with a pillow. That's me. Yeah, right. Like you just feel that anxiousness inside because it's taken you on that anxious journey, right? Mm -hmm. So here's what I love to do. Deep down, logically, I know it's a screen. 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 So I go to check to see if while I'm watching this with mm-hmm. the music and all, I start to breathe different and I start to see if I can become the master of that domain and relax my body, even though all the things outside of me are going dun 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 da dun, da dun, dun and I just check. My best is enough. Let me mm-hmm. just check it out. So really it's the same exact thing when you're checking to see What's happening internally in in your being through these everyday mundane things in life that I have low level resistance. Mm. Just check to see, breathe, and see if I can relax my body. That's it. That's it. We're not going down a big old journey of your childhood and analyzing all these things. Just that's it.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: No, that
0: that feels so good to me. And... I, I feel that tension a lot when I'm like having to wait. Mm. I went to go pick up Indian food the other day and it was supposed to be ready. And it took 15 minutes and I was sitting there waiting. And I was like really hungry, but I, but I, but I noticed that I was like, I am so resisting this waiting time and this anxiousness. And I was just like, Oh, I gotta go. you know, I have all these things to do. It was, but it was okay. Right. So I sat there and I was like, just took some breaths and I was like, oh my gosh, I just noticed how anxious I was in the waiting. Cause I feel like we can, that's a really great place to, to practice is when we wait, cause there's nowhere we can go. We're waiting, whether that's in the grocery store or waiting for our kids to get our, their shoes on. Right. We're in the car. We're like ready to go, you know, instead of being like, we can
1: go. Yes. Such a great point because you don't have a choice. You can't yeah. fill it yeah. with stuff. You are you're just you sit there and now, could you stare at your phone? And how, how much do we stare at the phone? And then at the end of the day, we go, I'm so busy. And I bet if I tracked how much time in your pauses that you had to just be in space, that you, tra- you just did the thing with your phone, you'd be surprised how much space and time you really do have. So to your point, what a great opportunity to play the game. You have to have this sort of agreement. Okay. Every, and again, you're not always going to be aware of it. You won't yeah, always yeah. be aware that I'm just nervous in this 15 minutes that I have to wait now and being yeah. inside of my frustration that how dare you make yes. me wait. I'm a busy person. I have no time to wait. You're so inconsiderate, low level resistance. Once yeah. again, all of that is resisting what is.
0: Hmm. And I I love that point because a lot of times when we're sitting there and we're uncomfortable, well, that's what we do. We go right to our phone and we just pick it up. I see it all the time. People just scrolling, you know, and, and it's like, but that never makes you feel better. Like if anything, it always adds to that low level anxiety. If anything, I think it just, it just makes it even more intense.
1: Totally. Now here's another trick to the game Uh based on that. Here's another great thing. So I, I notice that a lot. I live in a high rise and I have to go to the in the elevator several times and, and that's a pause, right? Where are you going. You're in an elevator. Yeah. And you're waiting for the elevator. You see people push the button like three times <laughs> <I'm> waiting <laughs> like it's coming faster. It's not. You're standing there and you got nowhere to go. But what I notice is the go to. How often? I would say 90%. That's a pretty high number. 90% of the people waiting on the elevator and in the elevator are looking down at their phone.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So whenever I see that, it's not a judgment. It's a notice. I choose because that's a signal to me to take a breath and relax because where am I going? Where are you going to go? Yeah. Can you go do that ordinary thing, that thing that you don't even realize is causing so much ruckus in your life and ADD and contributing to the chaos and the thing, the tension and the resistance. I could do that and it's okay. And I'm not going to judge myself as sometimes I do. Right. But most of the time I want to play the game. So I, when I see somebody doing that, it's simply, a, I'm grateful because it reminds me it's like, oh, there's a little signal in the game that helps mm-hmm. me to remember so that's mm-hmm. going to be the most important thing. Remember, yes. to remember this. Yeah.
0: It, it is all about remembering to remember to take notice. How do I feel? I'm in resistance. I'm tightened. I'm clenched. How can I relax and release in this moment? And I have to say, when you begin doing that, it is magical. What I notice especially like waiting in line is I start to I see things that I normally would never have seen. Mm-hmm. I have conversations with people that I would have never had a conversation if I was buried in my phone and I it's like it all it almost opens up life a little bit more.
1: Yes. I don't well, know you how- pointed no you said, you pointed to an incredible thing and let's view it simply. Okay. When you take these pauses to contribute to, we'll call it stillness. We'll call it just a general peace for no reason other than just peace. That means I'm not borrowing it because I have peaceful circumstances. I'm the generator of that. I'm the governing force of that through these little pauses that we're speaking to. Mm -hmm. So when you do that in the grocery store, because you're noticing the chaos. So that's, I notice it. I see it. So that's my signal. I'm going to mm-hmm. play the game because I'm in line. Where am I going? Where are you doing? You're going. No. So you, you then cultivate that inner stillness, that inner calmness. And then let's talk frequency. When I'm in a state of low level resistance, which is kind of stress, just mm-hmm. even though it's nothing that I'm going to write home about, I, I it's still this low level. Like I got to get here. I got to do this. I got to go. I got to be somewhere other than this moment that I'm at resistance mm-hmm. That. The only thing you're going to be able to see is what's a match for that frequency. Mm. That That's just a law of physics. Mm. So we think that we're doing this little silly game, but we're really transforming our entire life because when I have, it takes courage, right? Because it takes something to break these little habits and patterns of rushing around or going to my phone because I'm resisting just being in the pause. When I do play these little games, I can do it in the line of the grocery store. Easy. I can do that. Suddenly to your point, all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I start to open up a whole world that's a match for that Mm. I couldn't see it before so you don't think this is actually transforming your life you don't think this is where these opportunities quote unquote come in it's not that they weren't there you just weren't available to see them and receive them
0: Mm. I mean I've really uh, I just that like speaks to my heart Because what I hear you saying is, and let's take it like a big trigger. We're in a big trigger, we have no space, and then we yell, we create from the same frequency that that triggers in. So no matter what we're creating, we're creating more of what we really don't like.
1: Absolutely, and therefore it's giving us evidence that we're right and we're true. Life is really hard, this is so difficult. You're, You're right, you are right. But it's simply a match for the frequency you're sitting in. It's simply a match for the energy that you're kind of cultivating inside of you. We just didn't know that there's a governing force that you, through your awareness coming full circle, we're not fixing you. It's all right. We're not fixing you. We're just watching something that you didn't know was happening automatically.
0: Mm, Yeah, it's, it's, we create a little more space to actually see What is, what reality is rather than thinking it should be different or putting our judgment or spin on it. We just create the space like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in resistance now. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to relax my shoulders. Just going to take a moment and what that can do.
1: Game changer. Go ahead. Yeah. Now, moms, mothers, Mm -hmm. you don't think. That's going to impact children because okay. here, let me prove this to you. Kids don't have the same layers that we have. We have tons of layers. but I mean by that is energetic layers that we've built over time That per, for protection. They're really also guards on the heart. So that means love going in and out has a harder time. You are essentially protecting yourself from pain, but also protecting yourself from receiving love too. So. When you begin to cultivate these little nuggets of calm, that goes directly into the child. They receive it directly. And because they might have a memory of moms usually stressed, it might be a delayed response. But it doesn't matter on a, we'll call it cellular level. They're still taking in that vibration. Mm. And that, again, is so much more powerful than Mm -hmm. your words of teaching. Oh my gosh. Like no words could ever match the vibration that transfers into Mm. the child. So you have a child that's acting up a bit. Well, that's probably because they're in that low level agitation with you on a regular basis, even though you're not saying anything. And maybe your words are always like carefully chosen, not always, but you try to do your best. It doesn't matter. They're picking up on that agitation and that's what you're seeing
0: and in, in, in what, um, in kind of different words, it's like we are tuning our children's nervous systems, like their frequency, like they feel everything. If we're in a frequency, they're going to feel that. And so what this little game of, of awareness, of curiosity can do is help us create and tune ourselves, create a different um, experience and tune ourselves to a higher frequency, which then will impact our children, which at the end of the day, that's really why we're here. We're healing so that we don't have to pass on all our crap to our children. And even if we already did, which it's okay, we can still help them in that journey to open their hearts and become, you know, not, I don't want my kids living in that low level, low grade agitation. Like it's such, it's not a fun place to live.
1: Can you think of a more important game? No, And we're saying game because at the end of the day, even though we have bigger bodies, we're all really, we just really want to have fun. You know, all I want to do is like all these chores and things that I'm starting to get resentment for. I got to do all this shit. We really just want to have, you know an enjoyable life and what an enjoyable life is is to be in acceptance and the moment i shift that energetically within me this might seem silly like i'm just gonna do this silly little side game no but i'm sorry it actually in impacts your abundance like finance mm-hmm. because you have more intelligent thoughts yeah. and you have more wherewithal how to make these chess moves your friendships because the discernment begins to increase and not as again a judgment but you just start to be more clear of what you're drawn to and what you're being moved away from and you trust that more I mean it's I'm telling you just starting here at the line in the grocery store not only does that impact you to have a more enjoyable life what's what else is the point but yeah. it transfers. And therefore you start to break these ancestral bonds or mm-hmm. all of a sudden you notice you did a move like your mother and you said you'd never do that. <laughs> but here you are. Here you are. The program are. Just continues one generation after the next. And it doesn't matter what you know in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's a frequency transfer. There is no game more important than mm-hmm. this
0: game. And it's so simple. And at the same time, it takes something to remember. Yeah. Now, how, now, how I think we need to talk about something that's so important that we talk about all the time, that we do all the time, uh-huh. is how do we create that remembering to remember? And the stillness is
1: meditation. <laughs> meditation. Well, and here's the thing, you know, you you have to be smart. Most people listening to this, you're smart. You, you get that you have a certain intelligence. That means you have, if this is the most important game, like for everything you make, I, my no. my kids are the most important. Okay, well, great. This is, this is the biggest impact on your children. So mm-hmm. it's the most important game. That means you've got to be intelligent. You've got to set yourself up to win the game. That means if if your kid's a football player and you want your, loves football and the kid just like, this is everything I want to do, mom. Well, aren't you going to help support your kid or are you just going to throw them into a game? Are you going to show them how to function inside of the game and be consistent over time? Are you going to have them just do one practice and then they go to the game? No, use your intelligence. You have to set yourself up for the game Mm. and so to your point one of the ways there are many ways one of the ways is through meditation because if i don't have the wherewithal understanding inside of my body the embodiment to be still there's no way i'm going to have
0: an awareness that i'm not I mean, and that's I really feel that's what we all want is to get out of the programs and the spin of you know, just the of being unaware and in that kind of in the matrix, I call it. It's just you're just spinning there rather than being a conscious co-creator of your life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So and- if you have to put some discipline which or another way of saying discipline is a devotional practice it means I'm devoted to this it means there's some brave soul along the path along the way that breaks the chain and goes there is no way I'm not going to give it everything that I have mm-hmm. every and the rest is that's how it's going to go but I declare mm-hmm. I'm going to give it Everything I've got Mm -hmm. to feed this point of stillness because I know the ripple effect of what that will cause, not only in my being, but therefore others. It will touch people I will likely never meet. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put something in place of devotion so that I fulfill on this agreement.
0: Mm -hmm. And I don't think there could be anything greater of self-care no there's nothing
1: you want to talk about beauty you want to talk about beauty well let's talk about the facts of what meditation causes and your little pauses in the grocery store mm -hmm. on a cellular level it puts the cells back into their natural harmonic state don't take my word for it feel it in your own body a stressful state versus a harmonic state of peace okay Mm -hmm what happens to the skin and to the glow of the eyes and the cellular regeneration your body's a magical thing it's just untapped you have not tapped fully into what this contraption can do for you because it doesn't work well in your state of resistance it just doesn't it doesn't and even in your state of resistance it's a freaking miracle right i mean holy crap do we ever just just ponder that for a second so guarantee there's an energy. I've seen it time and time again. That's why there's so much confidence. Because I have data around it. This is what I what I do. This is how I don't just work with people uh, just to do it. I like to track the data mm-hmm. because we because the evidence is everything yeah. for our minds. Once once we get the evidence, we're like, oh my god, I'm doing that thing. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm not. There's so many perks involved. Yeah. Like there's it's endless.
0: It's endless. It's the one thing that does everything that I've been it's chasing. Amazing. And, and, and I, I also, it's not, it's life changing, but it's like life enhancing. It like opens you up to just true joy. But then also when you, because life is life, when those hard times come, when you can hold that awareness and that spaciousness and that knowing that everything passes, you, you know, the way that you can impact your, whoever else is in that experience it just, it's like, instead of going through this, like climbing this hard mountain, it's like just, you're harmonizing this experience mm-hmm. through your awareness. And mm-hmm. it just, it just changes everything. Yeah. It really it's, does.
1: Yeah, abso- absolutely, absolutely. So there's no, it's, it's endless, it's infinite. There's nowhere that it doesn't reach yeah. in, in the world of beauty. We do all these things, we spend all this money. And then I want to track your own life. Like look around. Yeah. Have you ever come across somebody that's got a glow? It's not because they've got Botox. There's there's an internal glow that has people drawn to it like a magnet, almost like when a baby's drawn to that glow in somebody. We naturally see it and flock to it because it's our natural state of being. We've just gone so far away from that natural state. We have to now put in a devotional practice to feed it again, let it come to light. Let it illuminate, so you can get your own evidence in your life, and I promise you, you'll never stop.
0: You'll never stop. When, yeah, once you truly begin to be consistent in this devotion, it you'll never not do it because it feeds yeah. everything that you truly want. Yeah. Yeah. I know I want this for everyone. I want, I want to scream it from the mountaintops. (laughs) It's so simple Mm. to just create space and stillness. And that's why you and I, you know, I've worked with you for so long. I have, my life is completely changed, made a 180 based on this work. And, and I just really feel it in my heart that if we really want to change the future for our kids, it's going to start with us. And it's simple when you're driving in the car and you're in traffic and you're feeling tense, notice, take yeah. a breath.
1: Start right there. right there. Right there. Right there. That's it. Because again, when you're consistent mm-hmm. and you're sincere, and then what do I mean by that? That means I'm not just going to go, okay, I'm done. No, yeah. like you have to have consistency in it and a level of, okay, I'm really yeah. gonna go in for a moment what is it gonna take me 10 15 seconds to slow it down and yeah. relax my body and just have a, an awareness when I see somebody on the phone and I have a moment I'm gonna I'm choosing to do that then what I'm saying is it ripples because a lot of times we like to go after the great big thing. I want to just shoot for that great big thing, that great big problem, that great big thing, that the finances, this great big thing. We keep trying to hit it there. You don't hit it there without banging your head against the wall. But this little thing that you think is insignificant, Mm -hmm. imagine you do that more regularly in your life. Just like anything, it gains momentum and strength. And it begins to feed all of these areas so we're starting with that mm-hmm. and i also we're i'm gonna i'm gonna give another meditation it's called the trigger meditation amazing so this is like 10 minutes long perfect stepping it up a little bit 10 yeah.
0: minutes we that can time. do that yeah you've got that just just put your just instead of scrolling in your phone just play this meditation yeah yes Yeah. Thanks, Ang. I'm I'm so grateful for your support. I'm so grateful for these conversations because in my heart, I know that, you know, people are just, the listeners are going to hear certain parts and it's going to start to help them awaken and help them understand how powerful they are. And all we have to do is just start in these, you know, low grade triggers. Just start there. Start doing the meditations. It's baby steps. You're not going to go from here to enlightened being right some people, some people do it's very rare but that's not the expectation we just got to take it one step at a time and that's that's what that's all we can do absolutely it's my pleasure to be here thank you love you so much all right everyone thanks for being here and um check out the show notes for the link to the meditation and we'll catch you on the next hippie moms podcast